Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Well, greetings everyone and happy Christmas week. I am Katie Patrick, joined by the elf himself, David Fiorazzo. Merry Christmas. Week. Merry, yes, Christmas. Merry Christmas week. Season. It's the whole week. Merry Christmas week. Uh, <laughs> well, with Christmas, honestly, just a few days away, let's stop messing around here, people. <laughs> For half the country, us included, it's cold. Yes. So very cold, but you can all stay extra warm this season by adding a super warm blanket, fuzzy little blanket, to your home from our friends at MyPillow. Yes, fill up that stocking with some new sheets, towels, pillows, slippers, robe. Even though you can get a dog bed, it won't fit in the stocking, but you can put it right next to it. You can get a warm blanket to cozy up uh, on those cold winter nights, singing chestnuts, roasting on an open fire. And right now you can save up to 66% on all of it simply by doing this use the code educated go to mypillow.com use the code educated and have a blessed christmas season ho 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 <laughs> now for today at least we're going to talk about how more than 50 5050 teachers and bus drivers have left a florida school district following countless reports that the schools have turned into an undisciplined war zone of violence every day david this is not the first and only school district that this type of activity is happening what is going on though in florida specifically no, th this is really kind of crazy um 50, here's the headline, 50 shell-shocked teachers and staff flee chaotic Florida school district. So what's that about? Apparently the behavior in the classroom, right? Yeah. Or I should say disbehavior. Uh, violent and disrespectful classroom behavior has led to a staggering 50 teachers and bus drivers to quit a Florida school district in the last two years. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's the only school or you know, district in the country Only. that has this is these an outlier problems I'm sure. with. Yeah. Anyway, right. it's Brevard, Brevard or Brevard? I think it's Brevard County School District, uh, the state's tenth largest, by the way, in Florida. Held a heated meeting last Thursday that offered an unvarnished and often disturbing glimpse into the state of its classrooms. Now we've seen some of these videos, Katie. We've seen kids act up and some in a few times even get into wrestling matches with the teacher and, and other things. And you're thinking, boy, when I was in school, I, yeah, 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 I would have gone home with a sore bottom. Um, but discipline is gone. And this is one of the problems here. Well, and even in my time, it, if there were. Wait a minute. I'm that much, not that much older than you, even yeah, in my time. We'll in, see. In my generation. In my time. <laughs> In my millennial time, <laughs> if there were fights in the school, which there had been every now and then, I was from a small school district, so we didn't have a whole lot of anything. But when we did, it was student on student. Now, I feel like almost everything is student on teacher or student on adult. And it's crazy. Yes. primarily coming from the simple fact that we've taken away any discipline. Mm -hmm. Ever since we did this whole no bullying policy, and focus so much on bullying and anti-bullying and bully, 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 bully. Guess what we've gotten more and more of? Bully, 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 bully. Yeah. So it, it, it's in, we've gone to this across the whole nation, and this is specific to Florida, but across the whole nation, mm -hmm. 
adults, teachers are not allowed to do anything. Now, I'm not saying bring back corporal punishment in the classroom or bring out the nuns and the rulers. <laughs> what I'm saying is allow the teacher to actually do some sort of discipline and make the punishment for getting in fights or acting out or, or causing physical harm on anyone actually worth something. Because right now, as these teachers talk about, they can't do anything. Yeah. They just have to take the brunt of the physical and emotional abuse. Okay, let's. Uh, we've got a video we want to check out real quick, and we'll talk about it. On an everyday basis, I'm deflecting, being attacked, um, scratched, um, headbutted, pushed, kicked. Um, I've had my hair pulled and been pulled down to the ground. Um, I've had my throat gone for on multiple occasions. Um, and it's on an everyday basis right now. Um, this is not always the norm, because um, I certainly didn't expect that. And, and it wasn't like this when I started a long time ago. There was some discipline problems, but it was not this type of severity. Uh, <clears throat> I know that there's laws that protect our kids, and, and I agree that there, there has to be laws that protect our kids, but I think it needs to protect all of our kids and our employees. Um, we should be able to go to, to work and feel safe. And our, our other children who are witnessing every day, they're witnessing myself and other people being attacked. I think the point she makes at the end, even more so than what she says about her own personal and for her, her coworkers, the fact that the other children are always having to witness this. This is where we are in society, where we are only attending to the very minority only attending to the very specific children who fit whatever tick whatever boxes we're trying to appease right now we only appease those who are who are into bullying and into the violence oh we can't we can't punish them because x y or z mm. but it's all it's at the expense of all of the other children yeah and that's always what is happening just to hear some of those words that she was describing Choking, headbutting. I mean, if, if you did any of this, I'm just going to read part from this article. It says, another teacher was hit in the face with a tape dispenser. Those things are heavy. Mm -hmm. Well, a colleague suffered a bite mark the size of an orange after a student munched on her arm. Another educator frequently had to remove all furniture from her class because the kids were routinely chucking it around the room at each other. Um, one district teacher said behaviors have markedly worsened since the pandemic. Blame it on the pandemic for getting worse. Okay, but their classroom behavior was already plunging before COVID-19. So the pandemic was an accelerant to a fire that was already raging. Let's talk about that right there because I think that's very revealing and provocative. Mm -hmm. So you had this fire that was already going and you just pour accelerant when COVID-19 came on it. And so the disrespect, the, the discipline problems in the classroom are off the charts now. And you can't blame it on a thing. You've got to go back decades and see the gradual increase in the disrespect, in the wokeness, in the political correctness, in the parents suing or whatever was going on there for in, in different classes. But it's it's been very gradual. Well, it's been very gradual, but of course, we, we don't actually think back then. We're just going to say, oh, it, clearly it was COVID's fault. And this is interesting. It did say this in the article too, but I've been saying this four years prior to COVID. Back in the day, if a parent got called into the principal's office with their student, 
the principal says, hey, little Johnny was misbehaving in class, parent would look at Johnny and say, Johnny, you should not have done that. Nowadays, same situation comes in. Instead of the parent looking at Johnny and saying, Johnny, you shouldn't have done it, it's back to the principal. Oh, well, my little Johnny would never, ever do that. Yeah, it's some so other kid's fault. It's, it's some other kid's fault. <laughs> and that's where we've gotten as a society. And they talk about this in the article as well. And that's, again, I, I like the accelerant to the fire that it was already started. We already had that little fire and now it's just blown up. All right, friends, still to come. Speaking of Florida, the nation's largest drag queen story time is being planned for the land of DeSantis. We're talking about that next. Hey, it's almost 2023, so go big or go home? Well, it, we're, we're going to go big, at least in 2023, you know, for the drag queens and their story time, of course. So the world's largest drag queen story time has been planned for January 21st, 2023 in St. Petersburg, Florida. St. Pete. They hope to earn a spot in the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest gathering of its kind. Sure. In quotes, very family-friendly event. Very family. Now, yes. the yes, the event will feature activism, political discussion, and, of course, Drake Queens reading to the children. Uh, the organizers are calling the event, very clearly, fabulous. a fabulous family-friendly celebration of literacy, as well as a very family-friendly event overall. Now, it's been, actually, this whole event has been in the works for five years Oh my goodness! And we, according to their Facebook, it's, I mean, it's five it's, years. It's, they because you can date back to see how long it's been on there, and so there were posts that dated back to 2017, and so far, 200 people have RSVP'd, with 1,300 being interested in attending. What they're trying to make as the world's largest drag queen story time, uh, of course. Of course, of course, there will be a protest and there will be a discussion on Florida policies. Now, if you haven't been around here or around the U.S. for a while, you may not understand what's been happening in Florida where the land yes. of sanity still exists. Because and that's because of the governor. The governor. Yes. Governor Ron DeSantis, governor DeSantis. Has, has been trying to restore common sense he stood up to disney into his own state yes and for that he was rewarded quite mightily in a like election victory yeah against oh la yeah it wasn't even close landslide beyond landslide yeah it was fleetwood mac landslide it really was <laughs> now according to uh the back to the story i guess according to the actual uh facebook and event details it says we will kick the afternoon off with a short march to protest florida's newest bigoted oppressive and problematic policies of course and they say it's the you know don't get, say gay bill which is not a bill that says anywhere about not saying gay it's just meaning that you can't teach five-year-olds all about your sexual fantasies and Jeez. deviances that's all that bill says. But anyway, uh, the stop woke, the 15-week abortion ban, etc. it says. And from there, we will attempt to set the record for the world's largest drag queen story time with Florida drag performers sharing stories and books with kids. <sighs> so, David, are you going to attend the event? The world's largest. No, if I was in Florida, I wouldn't even attend. No, it, it's interesting, though, that I, there's got to be 
an agenda behind this. If it's no. taken that long oh, yes. to think about this, what we've talked about so far, we're just scratching the surface here of what they're probably trying to unleash in St. Petersburg and elsewhere, especially going for the Guinness Book of World Records. Publicity, um, well, the record is, I mean, that's boasting rights, I guess, but hey, we're the largest. And, and then here's what's going to happen. Uh -huh. I'm a prognosticator now. Yes, you are. Other drag queen story hours will look at this and say, we're going to top that. And then others are going to, we're going to top that. And you're going to have state, because there's a lot of, and these drag queen story hours or whatever they're called, story time, there are nonprofit groups mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the different states. Nonprofits. They're going to try to top this. Yes, and so um, that there's going to be this competition, and uh, it's on steroids. I yes, think. drag queens will be wanting to top each other. Now, when <laughs> we come back, a middle school teacher is taking her school to court after being fired for refusing to use transgender pronouns with students, since it goes against her Christian beliefs. That's next. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at My Pillow. Save up to sixty-six percent on pristine quality bedding towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. As always, we know that the sane suffer, those who are sane, are not insane, which means they suffer for their sanity. Got it? All right. Well, the uh, Bible tells us that we would suffer here on earth, so we, kn we know this. Um, according to the Alliance Defending Freedom, a former middle school teacher in Ohio said that she was forced to resign her position after refusing to use transgender students' preferred pronouns due to her Christian faith, and now she is suing her former school district. Good. Good, I was going to say, good on her. Yeah. Now, the uh, ADF, Alliance <clears throat> Defending Freedom again, said that its attorneys recently filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Ohio, Eastern Division, on behalf of Vivian Garrity, who taught English at Jackson Memorial Middle School in uh, Massillon. I think that's how you pronounce that. Now, the suit says that Jackson local school district officials forced Garrity to resign in August because she refused to abide by the district's requirement that she use transgender students' preferred Jeez. names and pronouns. ADF argues in its suit that such a requirement is unconstitutional and violates her sincerely held religious beliefs. The suit also says that scientific understanding is behind Garrity's view that a person is male or female based on sex, not personal identity, and participating in a student's social transition violates those beliefs by forcing her to communicate messages that she believes are untrue and harmful to the student. What do you think? I could go off on this right now, but I don't <laughs> yes, know how could. many tangents we could approach here. So let's go to the video first and we'll come back and talk about it. But on Monday, a lawsuit was filed in federal court against the Jackson Local School District after a reported school policy ordering teachers to support students' personal identities. The lawsuit was filed in federal court Monday against the Jackson Local School District. Vivian Garotti, excuse me, says she is challenging the district's application of what she calls an unconstitutional policy requiring teachers to personally support students who express a gender identity inconsistent with their sex. 
Garrity taught English at Jackson Memorial Middle School until last August when she claims district officials told her if she would not participate in the students' social transitions, she must resign immediately. Her attorneys say forcing her to resign violated her rights under the First Amendment. Within two hours just of finding out that she had a religious objection to doing this, they forced her to resign. The government can't force anyone, including a public school teacher, to set aside their religious beliefs just to keep a job. So they're not forcing teachers to go along with this students or any students, because this has happened across the country, um, identity. They're forcing teachers to lie about truth, about biology. They're forcing this. This is what this is the alphabet soup mafia. We're, we're seeing this all over again. But I'm thankful for lawsuits like this. I'm thankful for Alliance Defending Freedom. This is how we're going to have to fight this, friends, because we have not spoken up in public on these issues for years. We kind of backed out when we saw this insanity creeping into the government run schools and into our culture and in our own godless government in D.C. We said, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's a little crazy, but I'm not going to say anything about it. So we're silent on social media. We're silent. Pastors are silent. We're not teaching about these things. And here we are today. Yeah, we need to find a lot of backbones in this country. They're, we're missing. We seem to. We need to recall some backbones. We need to recall some <laughs> backbones. Backbones, where are you? We need you. Backbones, spines, grow spines. one. Find, find one. Uh, so this actually all started when it was uh, an email that got sent out. The school counselor said, hey, we got a student. And here's instructions on how to go with this student and address. How to support and accommodate. How to support and accommodate yeah. and all this. And, you know, she said. No. <laughs> she said this is false and this is harmful. And I want to get your opinion on this quote. The principal and his superior, which is, isn't that not the superintendent? Superintendent. Uh, his superior, the school, oh, they said it's the school district's director of curriculum instruction and assessment, said that the teacher, Vivian Gertie here, she would be required to put her beliefs aside as a public servant. That her unwillingness to participate in a social transition in violation of her faith amounted to insubordination. And that continuing to teach consistent with her beliefs would not work in a district like Jackson. David, go. District like Jackson. How about any district across the country? I want to go down to the bottom of this article and just remind you how badly we've allowed this to go. It's not even under the radar anymore. But we have to go back to defining words. What are they saying? The school responded, this district always will strive to provide a safe, comfortable environment for all of our students. What does that mean? You have to lie to abide by this safe, comfortable policy? Do you have to lie? Do you have to go against what you know to be true to provide a safe environment? You're coddling these kids. You're, you're teaching them lies. You're deceiving. You're going along with the, the damage, the, in some cases, irreversible damage that some of these kids have already gone through, starting with the hormones and all that, and some leading to surgeries. Guys, pray for our kids today. Pray for our kids, our America's students, in these crazy schools. All right. Well, still to come, the world-famous Cambridge Dictionary has updated their definition of man and woman to appease the minority woke mob. Amazing how the definition of something people have agreed on for thousands of years, David, uh, <laughs> it can just change like that. We're talking about it next.
If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Oh, sorry. I was just... Un momente. Un momente. break here. Sorry. Uh, okay. Headline, Cambridge Dictionary changes the definition of man and woman in massive cave to trans activists. Pretty much says it all. Yeah, basically. Cambridge, any other dictionary, they're, <laughs> they're redefining truth. So in order to do that, you remove God, you remove truth, and now you've got to redefine words. This is the agenda we're seeing here rolled out. The dictionary used to be a place you could go to get a definition of, of a word or, or help you win at Scrabble. But now at least one of those things is off the table. That's at least for this dictionary. And I th others will come along, come on board. So they changed the definition of, definition of both man and woman to a definition only believed by a small group of trans activists and their allies. Instead of the standard definition of man, it now includes an adult who lives and identifies as male, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. Stop. Stop right there. May have been said. Katie, <laughs> Katie, was that, could, th could that may have been said? Could that have been the way they were created? Mm, could that have been the have way been they said. were designed and now they need to Stop it. redefine and reassign i'm gonna assign they're just you know this is what they do can we just put up the example again let's see i like obviously that they have to then now because of the word soup putting their examples mark is a trans man which equals a man who was said to be female when they were born what are the pronouns though? Is what? they the proper pronoun? Are we is that are we supposed to do that? I'm confused now. Their doctor encouraged <laughs> them to live as a man for a while before undergoing surgical transition. All of these words that they put into what appears to be structurally a sentence are confusing. Almost as confused as the people actually who are identifying <clears throat> as what is going on here. Isn't that one of the purposes? confusion is it isn't yes. that part of this agenda you throw out words that you get confused about definitions and words now and it, and it ends up being almost meaningless almost mm. uh, they've done that with so many things they've done that with marriage right they've done that with man woman and what's next well you could argue that when you get into a state of confusion then that leads to something with another c word called chaos and when you live in a state of chaos then any one or thing could just come right on in there and Ooh. infiltrate you're onto and something plus when you have this chaotic state some might call it a crisis 
Then they, meaning the left, secular progressives, whoever else is pushing all this nonsense, they're the ones that now they see the chaos that they've created and the crisis. They come in with their solutions to the chaos, to the crisis. But here, uneducated, we are of, of equal rights here. So... We've been picking just on the man definition, but what about the woman definition? We need to make sure we know that a woman is an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said (laughs) to have a different sex at birth. How did they pick that image out as well? Is that, are you sure that's a woman? Did you get from Tim Roberts' digital vision Getty images, are they sure that that's an actual woman, that that person identifies as a woman? But also, again, their examples that they put, she was the first trans woman elected to a national office. They're trying to put, like, things into being. And then the fact that they have Mary, with a lowercase m, is a woman who was assigned male at birth. Again, I say to you, the words that they are putting together in what appear to be structurally making up a sentence. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It it makes no sense at all. That's part of the plan. (sighs) It's Christmas week. We want to be optimistic and happy here. But but the Virgin Mary was assigned to have Jesus, the baby Jesus. Thank you. Were you going Full there? Circle. Were you going there? You brought it back. I like it. All right. Well, <laughs> if you are a fan of the show, please, uh, you know, do the stuff you're supposed to do right now, like liking, commenting, sharing this episode. If you're watching us on social media, and then hey, send us your feedback at stayeducated.org. And also, it's Christmas week, people. Get on it if you haven't. Last minute shopping here. Take advantage of our 66% off deal at MyPillow. Simply go to MyPillow.com, use the little code EDUCATED. It's yes. that simple. True. It's, it's so simple. Even David could do it. Now for David and myself, thank you for Merry watching. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting what we do. Ho, ho, Merry Christmas week to all of you out there. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.